today. This is Michael Muth of Going Global International Interviews. Today we're speaking with the Honorable Ahmed Omar Gagali, who is the a minister in the Parliament of Somalia and also chairman of the Subcommittee on Economic Development in Parliament in Somalia. He's here in Chicago to talk about what steps they're taking to bolster their free market economy and specifically looking for companies who can export to Somalia, which will help uh, rebuild their infrastructure. So, specifically jumping right into your Chicago visit, what businesses have you met with during Chicago, and how did those meetings go? Uh, thank you for giving us this opportunity. I'm so happy to be in Chicago with the support of the World Trade Center. We have a lot of connections. We want to telephone communication system industry and uh, the meeting went very well. We were interesting for everything they have said and uh, we are still following up our discussions and sending to our state to let them know that we are in conflict with these unusual uh, companies here in Chicago. We encounter uh, a call company mobiles and uh, how to develop love in the cultural and other areas. We talk about fisheries. You know, we're interesting uh, to develop large areas. As you are aware of, Somalia is a very rich country, virgin. It is yet untouched, undeveloped. We're looking for development. And this is the way to tackle a lot of problems in the world in general and particularly in our area. You know, when you say telecommunications companies, uh, do you mean the, the providers like AT&T or Motorola, or can you mention specific companies? Well, we were, what was, what was really interesting was the uh, gateways, mm-hmm. and particularly we have small companies. You see uh, the companies who are trying to boost the small companies that are really interesting in our Areas and we are good risk takers doing a lot of investment in their technical know how. We have a lot of Somali partners, we are ahead for the most African nations, we have the best in communication in the continent of Africa. With the success of a lot of competition within the system, so we are looking for different directions, we are looking for uh, industry. A lot of new technologies are to catch fishes. Uh, We have the longest shore in the continent of Africa. We have oil. We have everything. But what we need is a good pioneers, young new generations, youngest, you know, those kind of people (laughs) who really want to to be in and take the government. We have a lot of areas we have not to be developing yet. We have the minerals we didn't touch yet. We have oil we didn't touch yeah, yet. We and we, there are a lot of areas that are really interesting to have a part in that sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, on technology, I know that you are the former minister in charge of post and telecommunications. What is the status of telecommunications and wireless and internet connectivity in Somalia today? As I mentioned, um, I repeat again, we are better than most African countries. We are leading in that area. Actually, so what percentage of the population is wireless, internet? 
هو على المش هو على Now, and in terms of opportunity, um, I've read that telecom companies in Somalia have the lowest international call rates in all of Africa. How does that create opportunities for investors and American firms coming to Somalia? I think, uh, I don't know where they get that data, but we call overseas more than anybody in the world. Because most of our people, percentage of you know, ratio within the Somali system, mm-hmm. we have the best tele- overseas telecommunication. Mm-hmm. And that's why we are really looking uh, for other investors to competition. Mm-hmm. The reason we were talking about earlier, uh, the gateway, is we want to, there's some taxation now in Somalia. The government is interested to have a gateway that will do the taxation and everything mm-hmm. for the, mm-hmm. the control, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Now there are about uh, 68 companies competing, mm-hmm. so it's cheaper everything in the States. Okay. Um, I've also read that Somalia's remittance and money transfer companies have shown tremendous growth. How does that become an opportunity for American companies who are interested in doing business in Somalia? You know, uh, as you are aware of, uh, in Somalia, we don't have uh, the banking system yet to be developed. It's the private companies that are doing the banking, mm-hmm. and uh, our banking new idea, you know, they come up with these new concepts, one minute you take your money. Mm-hmm. If I send money today to Chicago, they will get a village in Somalia mm-hmm. the same hour. Uh-huh. So this is how they can compete and the company is welcome. And is this via uh, cell phones or wireless phones or? Via internet. Via the internet. So what, are you looking for investors in these companies or people to build out the infrastructure for these companies? Or well, look, the opportunity is uh, here in Chicago. They can develop their own way. Somalia will be rebuilt. Uh, we'll be building roads. We'll building bridges. Mm-hmm. We're building schools, universities. We have to start from zero. So, mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of opportunities. Now, I've also read that Somalia has a lot of resources in uranium, iron ore, tin, gypsum, bauxite, copper, salt, natural gas, and oil. What are you doing to leverage these resources for your economic benefit in the future? We're looking for uh, an, an investment, investors, mm-hmm. people who become the shareholders with us, mm-hmm. doing the work. Mm-hmm. We are looking for people who know how. Mm-hmm. We're not we're looking for mining companies. mining companies. We're looking for uh, uh, developers 
companies or even more. Uh, 
you know, a lot of things in that area. We're looking for exchanging uh, uh, seafood to coastal, for instance. They can fish and uh, we we'll give them license to protect them, their life and everything. So they told me bring us a uh, boats and get you know, protection of our land, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess moving on to the economy of Somalia. Um, I notice that Somalia appears to export a fair amount to its neighboring countries in Africa. How much does Somalia export outside of Africa? You know, uh, Somalia is the center, it's the heart of Africa. Mm-hmm. We have the greatest people who exportation is our specialty and distribution. We distribute to Kenya, and if you go to Kenya now, we develop it in a small area called the sea. Mm-hmm. We have the best buildings and uh, all materials we import from overseas, particularly in China. Mm-hmm. So in order to balance our competitors, we like to have Americans to be on board, mm-hmm. so they will have access to the Somali market. So that is areas that needed to be, uh, that's the area that I came to get a lot of contacts brought to the American business people to Somalia so they can have connections. We're looking for a partner in the business. For example, Europe is closer than America. There are parts of Asia which is closer than America. Is Somalia export to Europe or Asia much? Asia, Middle East. Okay. Europe is for fish. Fish is for Europe. And banana is for Europe. Yeah, and I guess the statistics I saw is people from that. And I understand you're trying to develop your distribution infrastructure and so on. But I understand it must be difficult um, without the transportation infrastructure. What are you doing to build up the roads, rails, ports and shipping and so on? The port are we have already started. Mm-hmm. It's small way on our capacities. Mm-hmm. That way uh, there will be a lot of competitions based on the World, World Bank and other developers mm-hmm. who can do this job. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get through donations, mm-hmm. you know, road building donations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes U.S. is paying a lot of money to us. Mm-hmm. So whoever is interested in those kind of uh, work, they can go through U.S.A.I.D. ID. Oh. You know, the donors, the money that's going there, they can bring back, you know, through work and everything. Mm-hmm. That's where we encourage most of our the people that come back now. How we get the money as part of the way that we tell them there is a lot of funds available for Somalia. Uh-huh. And so maybe through the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund? Yeah, well? exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I also understand Somalia is trying to transition from an agricultural economy to more of an industrial and services-oriented economy. But it must be difficult if you don't have as many skilled laborers and literacy rates, which aren't so high. How are you overcoming that to make that change? 
you know, uh, we're trying to bring our brain back to Somalia. There is a lot of a brain drainage from Africa to Somalia, particularly from Somalia to the United States to all over the place. And part of our campaign is uh, to talk to those people to go back home and uh, at least uh, rebuild, you know, those type of things. That's why one hand, one of the prophets of America in this war in the Milwaukee then went back to Somalia. And if I'm leaving, that means everybody who's here will be able to be there. So it also sounds like you're visiting more than just Chicago. You've been to Milwaukee, and where else have you visited? We've been, I was in Milwaukee, Minnesota, and Virginia, and New York. I came here for a conference in New York. Uh-huh. So I extend my you know, service to a lot of areas, including... Uh, Making good use of your time while you're here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, and I guess just a couple financial issues. Um, I understand there is an official Somali shilling exchange rate and an unofficial black market rate. What are you doing to rectify or bring those together and manage that better? You know, we talk about this with different uh, economists who you could do a lot of consultation a lot of experts in this field. And they both suggest uh, to create uh, a new money. We have to create new money and clean out all the money that has been secreted a couple of times by the black market. So we try to reduce that. Mm-hmm. So the money will be stable. Mm-hmm. And the economy will go in a very stable way. Mm-hmm. And is there a Ministry of Treasury at this point? Yes. There, there is a Ministry of Treasury. Mm-hmm. But the Treasury and the Ministry of, of uh, Economics mm-hmm. are all in the uh, Ministry of Finance and Ministry of Treasury are all in one. We try to reduce the government spending money. You know, we try to reduce the money. Okay. Um, and I read the CIA factbook that businesses print their own money. And I'm just wondering, are there checks and balances in the financial system? Because I don't know how you can control your finances if businesses are printing their own money. Is the CIA factbook correct there? No, no, it's, some of them is correct, but mm-hmm. since we come to power, we have changed. Uh-huh. We captured a lot of people who are printing money, we, uh, that was, you know, we have, we, there are a lot of people that have been arrested based on this, uh-huh. all uh, the corrupt people we are after. Maybe, but like, I don't know if, if there is prevalent. Um, and again, there are checks and balances. And a few questions about the government. I understand there is now a transitional government. When will that be replaced by a permanent government? We're looking forward in the 2009 base of uh, uh, election. What we're trying to do is to bring first people together. We are state of institutional building after we finish the institutions building. We go to law and law on, you know, law and order. Then uh, we want to call all Somalis to elect each other. Mm-hmm. Free elections. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we go by the free elections. 
whatever they selected would be the head in the country, and uh, the people decide. And so you said elections will be in 2009. You will win in 2009. I think it will be in August of 2009. Uh, okay. And will the government take charge immediately, or will there be a few months for transition again? No, no, there will not be any transition. The only reason we are in transition as a government is we're trying to make an election possible. Mm -hmm. okay. We're trying to organize people. We have to referendums, we have to do a census. Uh -huh. okay. So we determine how many will take to you know, reduce a lot of you know, things we have to do. Okay. Now, it also appears that the government is deeply involved in business in Somalia. And here in America, we like to keep business and government separate. I'm just wondering, how is it good for business if government is deeply involved with business in Somalia? I think a lot of people have understood the government's involvement in business. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people are kind of discouraged for their investments. The government's involvement is encouraging. We have to encourage. Mm -hmm. We have to say we are with you. But uh, I think it has been discouraged. And we have only few business actions, few business people. But now they are parliamentarians. This government today is so convenient that it's terrified. It's terrified only by the government. Mm -hmm. It's terrified. It's terrified everything by the private party. And since they don't own nothing, there is no mistake and the fault of the government to sell everything to private sector and to own the minimum. It sounds somewhat similar to when the Soviet Union came yeah, yeah, they, they privatized a lot of businesses. Yeah, exactly. In Romania now, in the, in the capital for example, uh, you could say that 80% of the big buildings used to be owned by the Romans, and they are selling them off. But all the economic development that used to be owned by the Romans are also and those are all the questions I have. Is there anything else that you think is important for Midwestern readers to know about Somalia if we're thinking about doing business with Somalia, exporting to Somalia, importing from Somalia, or considering investing in Somalia? I, I encourage, you know, all Midwesterners to come to Somalia mm -hmm. or uh, in the area of in this uh, fishing industry, mm -hmm. in the area of a tourist industry, because we have the longest shore, yet we block it. We will give them the free land for development, we give them a lot of exemptions of taxation. Mm -hmm. And anybody who is coming in the area of developing uh, the shore, mm -hmm. sea fishing, 
everything we are willing to, to collaborate. We encourage the new business so we can attract other business. But we need a good, brave pioneers to come to so they can sponsor other companies. And we will give them a lot of good chances, you know, from these pioneers. They will not regret. Okay. Mohamed Omar Gagawa, thank you very much for speaking to me. Thank you. Thank you.